0: NetBank Business Ignite with Cape Talk. Reignite your business passion. With NetBank Business Ignite on Cape Talk, entrepreneurs get a platform to share their stories as well as a chance to win an incubation and media package to the value of 300,000 rand. We've been asking you to enter your business if you want to be one of the finalists we'll be chatting to all week. Ceppo Pakati of Cayello Business Hub is on standby to chat to one of our finalists about their business challenges. And the business that we're highlighting this afternoon is one called PMR22 Plans, a company which assists the body corporates of community schemes in drafting 10-year maintenance, repair and replacement plans to comply with the current legislation in terms of the Sectional Schemes Management Act. Craig Martin is the owner of the business. Hello, Craig. Yes, hi, John. Uh, not a business i had heard of, not um, a business I knew there was a need for, but then I'm not in- involved in any way with the body corporate of a community scheme. Uh, are there a lot of these around,
1: well, the need actually came out of legislative changes. In the past, as I'm sure if you've ever invested in a community scheme there was such a thing as special levies which needed to be raised before redecorating and um, this is something that uh, wasn't really liked and so legislation was looked at. It took a quite a few years from about 2011 but it was finally promulgated on the uh, 7th of October 2016 and basically you can't just raise special levies to anything. The, the uh, Managing agents will inform their trustees and the body corporate that they need to prepare a 10-year maintenance plan and uh, provide for these levies before the uh, decorating or whatever maintenance needs to take place. And and so I really guess
0: yeah, huh? you know, and I guess most body corporates don't have the kind of expertise on hand to draw up that maintenance plan for themselves. So it's it's sure. either going out and getting um, a series of separate professionals, or coming to a company like yours, a one stop shop.
1: Absolutely. So the trustees are ultimately responsible, but you need to be a generalist. So you know, uh, if they've got um, quantity surveyors and general, you know. Uh, People that are in the building trade, that may, may help, but you need to be a generalist because there's so much involved It includes lift inspection, electrical inspection, plumbing, inspecting the foundations, the waterproofing, you know, so um, ultimately um, most trustees have come to the conclusion this sort of needs to be outsourced because they are responsible, but they don't know where to start. I Very interesting to hear about that.
0: And listening was Chepo Pocati from Cayello Business Hub. Um, Chep, unfortunately, you're on the phone to us instead of down the line. We've got a little bit of a technical problem, but good afternoon to you. I mean, it, it seems to me that particularly with the legislation having been so recently passed, there would be quite a demand for a business like this. Uh,
2: good afternoon, John. Um, and good afternoon, Craig. So. So, you know, the the issue with this particular situation is that any business that is created because of a regulatory environment change is susceptible to the risk of a reversal of fortunes when that regulation changes because government is prone to just keep changing their minds on things. But yeah, indeed, um, there's, a, there's, a, there's a period of slump. So when, when a law changes, what typically happens is that there is some people that are just not afraid with the law just yet. So it takes time before the market, the entire market is, up to speed with all of these changes and knows what to do so unfortunately for craig one of the things that has to happen is that there's a whole education cycle that he has to go through where the market starts understanding what it is that he's doing and and it's legislative imperative etc before the business can really get traction and take off
0: so I guess there's the risk of calling a lot of um, body corporates and saying, I, I, I can offer you the service, and then going, we don't need your service because they don't know the legislation has been passed and so they don't need, know they need this 10-year plan.
2: Absolutely. And the other problem is, you know, when this happened, we saw this first when the constitution was first written, and then all of a sudden you had all of these people calling themselves constitutional experts, <laughs> you know, as if there was a constitution before. But this is what typically happens: a lot of people are just going to jump onto the bandwagon, and you're going to have all of these people that are uh, just involved in the environment, offering consulting services. And inevitably, in that kind of space, you're going to have shy stars and people that take a chance and offer their services at ridiculously uncompetitive rates, uh, as in, you know, something that is incredibly cheap which would make it very, very difficult for for a business like PMR22 to really get traction. So there are some teething challenges because this is like a burgeoning industry, a burgeoning space. And so inevitably they are going to encounter all of these very new and very vexing challenges. He has two, then,
0: as listening to Craig and listening to you, Chip, it seems to me he's got two broad avenues of challenge. One is a marketing one to make people realize that they, they actually do need the service, and the other is a credibility one to make sure that people trust that he will offer the service that they've only just found out they need.
2: Absolutely. So in the first instance, you know, typically the market pays you for value. So you go, so a a business's income is directly proportional to the value that it brings into the market. So people pay you for value and that is measured by the need for what you provide and then the skill with which you provide what it is that you provide now in an environment where people don't even know they need the service it's very difficult to justify that it's valuable if they don't even know that they need the service so the first barrier that he has to overcome is to really deal with the fact that there's a lot of people that are left behind and don't understand these legislative changes but secondly just in terms of marketing he needs to do a lot of work in terms of You know, building a social capital of of sorts, and you'll hear this recurring theme throughout the week as we profile these businesses. That one of the key things they need to work on is their social capital. So, in the case, in in Craig's case, to, to try and overcome the challenges, he needs to partner with people that are already working with those body corporates, but people that are not necessarily doing what he does. So, I'll give an example. Body corporates typically work with attorneys to collect fees from members of that body corporate who don't pay fees. And those attorneys have got credibility, at least with the body corporate. So in partnering with people like that, who are not necessarily his competitors, but who have a relationship and a trust relationship with those body corporates, Craig will be able to leapfrog a lot of the problems that he's going to encounter in in the short term. So that's one of the things that he needs to do. Um, He needs to be able to at least offer some webinars or seminars, something that you can put on a a compressed file and spread through WhatsApp so that people can be your fay and can be educated in a fairly easy, risk-free way at the comfort of their own spaces without having to go anywhere to a conference or something like that. So there's a lot of work that needs to be done to build up that social capital and credibility and make everything and legitimize the business and the need for the business.
0: That's uh, Chepo Pacati of Cayello Business Hub. And we'll just finish back with you, Craig Martin, the owner of PMR22. Has this been your challenge, persuading people that the service you're offering them is a service that they actually really do need?
1: Well, look, I work very closely with managing agents. So most managing agents are aware of the need for legislatively, but it is still a challenge. And it's almost a grudge purchase for trustees who who, who say, Well, why should I pay for a plan and have to pay any levies? But um it's been a slow process, but many of them have come to realise that there's value add. I mean we've 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 come across inspections where we've actually picked up things which if they didn't address now would have cost a lot more further down the line. And so they, they see the, the value add in that respect. But it, but it is, uh, Chappell's quite right, it's a process in educating them about that it's not just uh, ticking a box from a legislative point of view, but it does actually bring benefit to the body corporate.
0: Thank you to Craig Martin, owner of PMR 22 Plans. And uh, listen out when we showcase the next business owner on Kino's program tomorrow morning. Nedbank Business Ignite with Cape Talk.